Congratulations! You're listening to a Radio 191 FM podcast. I am joined by Dr. Peter Grace from the University of Otago to talk about because on Sunday the new Ukraine ambassador to New Zealand expressed the want for the government to supply both military and diplomatic power in support for Ukraine in the ongoing Russian invasion. Now, Peter, starting off, what sort of level of engagement does New Zealand have in this war effort? And is training Ukrainian troops quite an indirect method um, of help? Is it strategic to remain quite disengaged and distant from the front lines? I think there's a couple of ways of answering that question. Why is New Zealand involved at all? Mm-hmm. How consistent, perhaps, uh, is it with what's been a long-held um, foreign policy position? Mm-hmm. Are, we, are, we, are we changing, doing a U-turn or, or, or changing our minds about the way we uh, do international relations? Uh, and then lastly, uh, what are we doing to help? And, and, and do, we, do we have a, a line that we would draw where we would stop helping? So uh, just to start with why is New Zealand involved? Well, well um, New Zealand's involved because, because it's a mess, uh, and and it's a scary mess, uh, and I think we've reached the point where we feel we can't not be involved. So uh, you know there are there are thresholds, and I think those thresholds were crossed really early. Uh, New Zealand's um, dithered a- around quite a lot about dealing with authoritarian regimes uh, over the last few years. Um, you know uh, the Cold War. Uh, everybody had to live with the fact that there were dictatorships that were of strategic value, particularly to the Americans, and and, uh, and you had uncomfortable bedfellows, people whose values you didn't really like. Um, and, you know, and New Zealand was, was no different in terms of having to face some of those dilemmas in the Cold War. Uh, more recently, uh, we've tried to keep away from those. We've sort of dodged those um, issues. But, but Russia had crossed a red line, uh, and it, it crossed a few red lines, uh, and, and I think... Uh, Jacinda Ardern uh, reached a point where she just said, look, uh, we can't let this slide. Uh, and the red lines that Russia uh, crossed, first of all, was the invasion of a sovereign country in Ukraine. Uh, you know, and, and the United Nations Charter says you can't do that. Uh, and uh, New Zealand uh, very much supports the uh, United Nations Charter uh, and always has and always did. Uh, and also... Um, uh, Russia ought to respect the Charter because it signed it too, or at least by being uh, in the United Nations, uh, it signs it. The second thing, of course, that Russia's done is war crimes, and there's plenty of evidence to say that, that this, is, this has happened and that Russia's done it. Um, so now we're in an area not, of not only doing an illegal war, uh, but also doing something uh, thoroughly nasty. So, uh, you know, you, you're sort of in, in Second World War territory now, uh, where those thresholds have all been crossed, yeah, you'd be you'd be pretty dumb uh, to ignore that. New Zealand's uh, involved for increasingly the right reasons. Uh, the question now is uh, is uh, is it consistent with our, our long-standing foreign policy? Well, you know, in some ways it's not, because New Zealand's always supported the United Nations, and in this case, uh, we've kind of realised that the United Nations has failed us and everybody. Um, and and moved more towards um, using NATO 
Um, uh, so, you know, uh, we've been talking to NATO for a long time. We've been involved in, in NATO exercises. And, and of course, we, with, with, uh, in, with Afghanistan in 2001, we sent, uh, we sent troops to that. We, she sent the SAS, and they'll crop up again in a minute, I think. Is recognising the failure of the United Nations consistent with our foreign policy position? No, it's not. That's quite a revelation. Uh, and um, but Jacinda Ardern has quite implicitly said that that um, the United Nations has failed us in this regard, uh, and that we'd need to look for another another platform. So New Zealand's foreign policy position is that we're independent, and we are we are not being forced to do this. Uh, we're exercising our own free will on this. It's that we believe in multilateralism, uh, and uh, and in this regard, we're using the NATO, NATO instead of the United Nations as our multilateral um, platform, and also uh, that we believe in the rules-based order, and that's consistent with all small states um, that rely on rules uh, and, and big states being tied to rules. And the minute big states break those rules, um, then small states are in trouble, and this is what Russia's done. Uh, what are we doing to help? Well, uh, we're doing, again, we're consistent on on what we're doing to help here because... Um, uh, we've supplied troops in the past, uh, and, and usually in that sort of ancillary way, um, not not frontline troops. And you know what we're doing here is 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 not sending SAS into combat, but probably using SAS um, skills and uh, and help. Um, uh, well, again, um, as, as far as sanctions are concerned, we always went toe the line with United Nations sanctions. Mm-hmm. And it was only a year ago that um, the idea of autonomous sanctions, which had been put up by, I think, by maybe the National Party, um, was not um, supported by the Labour government uh, because uh, uh, autonom- autonomous autonomous sanctions meant uh, that we would move away from the United Nations and start uh, using our own uh, sanctions. And we didn't like that because we like to do things that were consistent with the United Nations policy. So the fact that the minute Russia invaded Ukraine, we very quickly established uh, 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 Russia, uh, a bill uh, to sanction Russia, uh, meant that we've already moved away from the United Nations. Also, um, intelligence support, which we provided pretty quickly, is consistent with our Five Eyes relationship. Uh, Diplomatic support, we've done quite a lot of... um, uh, in terms of rhetoric, uh, saying that what Russia's done is, what does she say, morally bankrupt? I think we're we're actually doing um, a pretty good job in terms of the kind of assistance that we're offering. So it really is a multifaceted approach, though, um, and this is just building on it because we've got New Zealand. New Zealand's helping where it can help. You know, uh, we have a values-based um, foreign policy. Uh, we believe in certain principles, morals. Uh, and and that's coming out in terms of saying things are morally bankrupt, uh, and we're offering specialist skills and help uh, in a good way, I mm. think. And in regards to the international arena, and obviously we are moving in support of Ukraine, is it evident, do you think, that our expression of solidarity is straining our geopolitical relations with Russia, with our very own Mayor Aaron Hawkins being blacklisted from entering Russia is an example of this. Do you reckon that we'll be able to see further strain down the line if we continue becoming involved? 
Well, I think the response to uh, Hawkins and other people being blacklisted um, was, at least what I saw on Twitter, was everybody was sort of queuing up to get blacklisted. Why, I haven't, why haven't I been blacklisted too? And, uh, and I don't think anybody's complaining about it or, for that matter, in a hurry to get to Russia uh, to go on holiday. No big deal there. Um, and it's kind of showing in a way that uh, individuals' uh, voices are being heard by the Russians that they're getting so upset with people like Aaron Hawkins, uh, Steve Hoadley, uh, University of Auckland, a diverse range of people that were blacklisted. And so, uh, you know, a uh, good thing too. Um, let's get all, get all get blacklisted. I don't want to go to Russia in a hurry. Uh, is it straining the relationship? Well, yes, it has to be strained. But what they've done is it's hideous. Uh, so, uh, you know, strain it all you like. Um, uh, is it pushing the... Um, the Russians more and more into an uncomfortable corner that they might like rats turn against us and start throwing nuclear weapons at us. Uh, what's the threshold for that? And I think everybody's mindful of that. Uh, but, but uh, uh, you know, that we can put pressure on, uh, we should put pre- continue to put pressure on them, but uh, we do have to sort of work out what the uh, risks are. So what do you think, uh, as a final question, I suppose, is a logical next step for New Zealand um, in regards to support just to continue these sanctions and to continue showing our support and showing that we are standing in support for Ukraine. It's been noted that Jacinda Ardern might go to Ukraine and visit Zelensky, uh, and I think that's probably a good step. I mean, you know, just about every other world leader has done it now. Uh, so uh, uh, it's not as if it's an unsafe um, idea, um, uh, you know. And I think that uh, Jacinda Ardern's soft power uh, in the world is is something that uh, actually stands for something. So having her go is a good thing. I also want to point out that you know uh, the two hundred odd soldiers that we've committed um, to training exercises and intelligence exercises. Um, it's actually quite a high number of uh, of support. Um, our uh, regular army sits at around nine and a half thousand soldiers. So, so that's about two percent of our regular army that's there, and they'll be our best people. They won't be, you know, time wasters. There'll be people there that can really contribute something. Probably, as I said before, SAS uh, are in there somewhere as well, and, and the SAS strength is only two hundred people. Um, so, uh, you know, that number of, of 200 is quite a commitment. It's, that's not something, a low commitment. Um, so, you know, I think we'd, we'll, we, we should keep the pressure up on Russia, both rhetorically and diplomatically, uh, and in terms of um, military support. Uh, I don't see this as being uh, somebody else's war, and I don't think the New Zealand government sees it that way. Uh, and uh, while, like the rest of every, like everybody else, I don't agree with war, uh, and I don't want to see us uh, uh, accelerate towards um, a really uh, bad total war. New Zealand's got to put its values uh, first, uh, and Russia's crossed too many thresholds for us to ignore those. Thank you, Peter. Thank you very much for speaking with me. Thank you, Nico. I am joined by. That was Dr. Peter Grace speaking to me about New Zealand's efforts to help Ukraine. That was a Radio 191 FM podcast. Find more at r1.co.nz.